Hello and welcome to Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back. And that's it. My name is Robert Padnick. With me, as always, is Dan Klein. Hello, Dan. Hey, Robert. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah. How did it feel to smoke the competition last week? It's You're still in. I mean, I was nervous during the recording because Connor was funny, insightful, had a mm. background, um, like knew what in he was religion. talking about at times, Yeah, liked talking about it, felt like he can go on longer, and even said he wanted to come back at a specific time. We've never had a guest who willingly offered to come back. That was huge for us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would be really nice. That's a milestone. Anyone else that we'd want to come back, we'd probably have to do a little bit of begging. If if yeah, I feel like there's been. I feel some... like there's some that we are irretrievable. Maybe so. Yeah, we've lost a few. Yeah, but but that's okay. There's plenty of people out there. Yeah, I mean, what are the? Do you think we'll finish? What will happen first? We finish the Bible, or we run out of guests who are willing to do it? Mm, that's a good question. Well, you know, by the time we finish the Bible, there will be some people that can come on the show that we've never even heard of before, because right now they're only like... Oh, like babies. They're just being born. (laughs) Man, that's so weird. Yeah, we're going to finish the Bible with like Elon Musk's child. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully they're available. A full adult at that point. That would be a great person to finish the Bible with. Let's just mark it. Let's call the shot. That's who we want to end it with. I don't know what the the baby's name is. I remember it was like a weird like symbols and stuff. Yeah, it's like XX Angel XX something numbers. He has like six deal. or seven babies, which is kind of weird because that baby's gotten all the attention because it's new, which I guess is what happens mm. with babies. Well, new, it's Grimes' baby and it's yeah. crazy uh, and the name is crazy. Yeah, that's that's newsworthy. These days. You know what else is newsworthy in Bible terms? Mm-mm. We got some new God Squad members. Oh, okay. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Don't forget to ring your invisible. I, my your dad missing still bell. has my bell. <laughs> Wait, so you think you might get it back? Eventually. Oh, what, I, I mean, thought it was a full, it's gone. Well, if he if he no longer requires the services of the bell as he's recuperating from his surgery, oh, yeah. Then, then yeah, I'll get the bell back. That's great. The family bell. As soon as he's done, I'm going to snatch it. It's it's probably the bell that's in the most high demand currently. That it has, it's the one of the only mm. bells that has to pass on a job because it has another Like job. in the world, you're saying. Like what, what other bells in the world right now are like being used so much? Yes, and, and used so much that they, they had to pass on like one of their- Other jobs. So they could fulfill another one. Whew, get this bell an agent. Yes, because you know? like most bells- you know, they're in a bell tower and it's like, this is my job. This is what this I is do. This is my job. This is my life. But it's a living. Right. But that your bell freelance is. And they have steady work. They know every hour I'm going to ring. That's what I do. And I'm happy to do it. Or maybe I'm a bell in the uh, Philharmonic. Oh, yeah. A little triangle or something. Same thing, though. It's like I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I do. I'm, I play in a concert. I'm a concert bell. And I'm happy with that. Yeah. No, this bell does a lot. For church bells, do they stop ringing at a certain time? Of night? Like, do they ring at 3 a.m.? Yeah, like, that seems crazy, Is your right? question? I feel like they... It's a great question. It has to stop. I feel like they... Oh, I was going to say... It keeps going? Yeah, but it would be so rude. I know. <laughs> crazy. Like, God, those bells. It's 4 a.m. I feel like both don't make sense. It's like, it's rude right. to keep going, but like, when are you going to call it? Midnight? I know. That's what I was thinking. Midnight. But then <laughs> it seems funny, like... 10 p.m., you know, they're like, all right, it's late enough. Yeah, it's like, that's bedtime. Right, right. It's the monk's bedtime. Some people are already sleeping. Yeah, if anything, 10 might be, you might have to do it at like 6 or 7. might be a little late, like, yeah, to get everyone. 
Maybe they, they do one at 6 p.m., but then they do another at 6.15. That's like, good night, everybody. Like, we're heading home. Well, now if I'm going to bet, I now I'm switching sides. I say it does end at midnight, that there's no 1 a.m. bell. That's too late. I like that, too. There's no 1 a.m. But I'll, say, I'll even say that they end at 8, at 8 p.m. <laughs> you actually believe that? You believe that they end at 8 p.m.? No way. But say, I mean, I'm, why, why, who am I to say? If you want to make that yeah. bet. Yeah, I think I think they're All right. like, well, if you know the answer, email us at Bible Brothers podcast at gmail dot com and and tell us when the bells end. And Dan will find out the answer. So if it if it's a good answer for him, he can tell Robert or if it's a bad answer, maybe he'll delete the email. <laughs> <laughs> so no one ever knows. Nope. No one ever. Res- no one ever responded to that one, Robert. Oh, well. Oh, well, we'll never know. We should bet some. We should bet Adam's um um stimulus check. But didn't he email us and say, no, I won't. Uh, did he clarify? He said he. I don't think he's interested. But he he wasn't talking about this bet. This is okay. A whole new... So Adam, we question for you. <laughs> yeah. We know you didn't want to give up your stimulus check on some other bet, right? Does but this, what do you think of this? <laughs> entice you again? You don't have anything to gain. Mm, I guess if if I win, I would give him a cut. If I win, I'll give you a bigger cut, Adam. <laughs> So just something to think about, Adam. Feel free to email me. Love having you in the God Squad. Sorry we keep threatening to take your stimulus. Wait, did this all start with there's new members of the God Squad? Yes. This whole thing started. Yeah, we've been... We've been jazzing. Yeah, we've been jazzing a little bit, and we didn't even get to them last episode because we were talking so much with Connor. Oh, yeah. Talk, talk, talk. Let's welcome some new members to the God Squad. First, let's welcome Michael. First name Michael, last name Klein. Yes, he's my brother. Ding, 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 it, ding, ding. Wait, actually, it's your brother? Yeah. My actual uh, blood brother has joined the God Squad. Oh, Michael Klein. Michael's in the house. Hey, that's great. Thank you, Michael. It is great. Michael. I appreciate that. Did you did you ask him to? No, I, I, I really didn't. And I think he started, because he's catching up still, so he's not at this, but he's he's listening to it. Does he like it? He does, and he's even offered his services to be on the show. Is he a religious man? No. <laughs> so what's he going to, I mean, not to be rude, but what's he going to provide? Well, that's for Michael to, to tell us. Yeah, Michael, make your case. Uh, email Dan at BibleBrothersPodcast at gmail.com. Email your brother. Email your brother, or you can catch him on Instagram or Twitter. Or life. Or life. That's nice. Yeah. When's Jonah going to start? Uh, pitching in? Yeah, pitching in. He hasn't started making money yet, and he probably he can't legally work money. for another 12 or 13 years mm-hmm. okay so we'll be around yeah we'll we'll talk then let's also welcome ding 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 nathan nathan that's a fun name that is a fun name i was wondering it but i wonder if nathan is nathan feels new testament to me i i agree i would be shocked to see an old nathan i would yeah but i could definitely see a nathan hanging around jesus like a nathaniel yeah it feels like Nate's there's a Nate anything with there. like an el in the el at the end mm. that feels Jesusy to me mm-hmm. totally Gabriel and then Lionel oh and get this and that Nathan just mm-hmm. edited his pledge from five dollars to the devil's number six 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 wait before your very eyes mm, not literally I had seen that someone had adjusted it but I didn't realize it was that Nathan. So he went from five to six? So quickly. I appreciate the extra buck, but uh, again, not to be rude, but what's the thought process there? He's probably just, you know, <laughs> I like this challenge <laughs> to Nathan. I think he's probably just like, hey, I would like to help a little bit more, but 
we're in a pandemic. Money's tight for everybody. But this is just a little sign that I'm not just given the suggested minimum. I'm yeah. a little more. Yeah, a little, you know, it's like you throw a little tip to the barista. It's like you don't have to necessarily give. It's like a 20% tip. Yeah, that is about 20%. It's exactly 20%. I think things are going great here. We're doing great. We talked. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thanks, Nathaniel. Thank you, Nathaniel. Nathan, I mean. And Michael. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the God Thank Squad, you, and, and and I guess not welcome, but continue continue being in the Klein family. <laughs> we give you permission to continue yes, being brothers. Uh, that's nice. Well, I'd like to meet him. He, boy, he hasn't been in, in town in a while, though we are going to meet in San Diego, and maybe we'll uh, stop at the zoo and see if we can catch And see a, the Hyraxes. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Hyraxes were the, like, the stars of two weeks ago. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of love of the Hyrax on social media. It, 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 it's, it's just really wild to me for that animal to have been mentioned so early on and so specifically in his God's list of animals that you could eat or can't eat and to just never have heard of it, for it to have so many uh, names and for it to be like this weird, unique animal that I had never seen before. Yeah, I truly love it. I think the photos of it are just so cute. It is. Cute. I would. I would have. I would. I'd love to have one as a pet. Yeah, it seems like it could be domesticated. It has two big front teeth, and it has this pointy tongue that it like touches its teeth with. Oh, interesting. Eh. It's kind of. It reminds me of. Um. Oh, I can't think. A chinchilla. I don't know what the. I mean, I've heard the name. You never seen it. Couldn't, you never I seen a chinchilla. One and... I, I knew someone that had a chinchilla as a pet. They're like, I would say, if I thought about a chinchilla, I'd almost get it wrong and think it's a armadillo. Hmm. Um, I bet an armadillo. I think a chinchilla. It's like a a chubby, big, cute looking kind of mouse thing. Hmm. Very cute. I'm looking at some. Uh... Yeah, they're very, you know, but and they, they oh, kind of I think wow. they act kind of like a hamster. And Etsy selling tiny beanies for chinchillas and. That seems right. I approve. Oh, chinchillas are amazing. They're like fat rats. Yes. And they, yeah. They're kind of like bunnies. Yes. Yes. Bunny rats. Maybe even closer to bunnies than they are mice. Oh, I love them. Can I get one? Yeah. I'm in. They're at the San Diego Zoo as well. Oh, man. This zoo. I mean, it's it's a world-class zoo. So I... It, maybe you could do like a, some reporting there on behalf of the Bible maybe Brothers. Maybe so. I'll have to ask them if they want to go, but I do want to go. And if they don't if they don't want to do it, I do think we have a Bible Brothers um, field trip in our future. Trip to the zoo? Yeah. To the San Diego Zoo. All the animals that the Bible discusses, we'll look at them. Yeah. The Hyrax being the main one. The main... Yeah, the friend. All right. Well, should we get into the Bible? Yeah. And so if people remember I don't eat bugs. Don't eat bats. Don't eat bats, which are birds. And then there. Oh, oh, oh. And then also pregnant women. There's a couple rules. You're filthy. But if there's a leper, here is every single potential oh, rule. That's what last week was. That's what last week leper, was. Was all leper lepers. Stuff. So yes. I'm very curious. I think God has plenty more rules ahead of us. But I have to say these Leviticus rules have been really interesting. Yeah. Whoever said Leviticus is boring was right. But they were right about the first. <laughs> but. But not. But now it's good. But they didn't know that we would have to get through Exodus and hate him. So, <laughs> so to us, this is really good stuff. Yeah, this is nice. You, but yes, crazy it, is, now. it is quite boring. <laughs> it's boring and bad. So thank you for the warning. Yeah. So here we go. Open up Leviticus to Leviticus. Sorry. Open up the Bible to Leviticus chapter 14. Here we go. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, this is how they repeat that every chapter in all of Leviticus has started like this. Yeah, I think that it's really all God is, talking. It's just God giving like a one man show. It's all God talking to Moses. 
It's a monologue. It is a really long monologue and it is a bummer. I guess it's kind of cool that each book, well, not each book, but like, yeah, each book so far has its own vibe. That's true. It does. I mean, you know, like they're not just random because we've been saying like the chapters are so random, like one chapter to the next, but actually the books are not so random. That's true. It feels like in these chapters, you know, that every time God finishes talking about some rules, like I imagine the audience is like, all right, well, I guess Starting that's the end to of that. Around. I'm going to yeah. head home. And then the next, you know, beginning of the... and the Lord and then... said another thing. <gasps> he's still going. Saying. <laughs> yes. I got to right, hear what he's got to say. Back. Yeah, I think that's right. So everyone's like, okay, wow. He's going to keep talking. Here we go. Yes. This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest and the priest shall go forth out of the camp And the priest shall look, and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds, alive and clean, and cedar wood, and scarlet, and hyssop. Ooh, a new kind of wood. Hyssop. Is that what it is? It says, yeah, and a hyssop branch. Oh, great, a new kind of wood. So, so, just Aaron and this guy are heading out of town and they're going to have some weird ceremony with two wild birds? I guess that's right. They're saying the priest should go look at the lepers. And if the leper is clean, then here, bring these birds and some wood. And here's what we're going to do. Great. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. And what's, like, the leopard doing? Just hanging out, watching this? <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, random. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, this is weird, but thanks. Like, you're weird, and I'm a leper, and I'm saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the weird, uh, it's like a bad Far Side <laughs> comic. Like, I'm supposed to be the weird one here. <laughs> or, that, is yes. a good, that is a good bad Far Side comic. <laughs> it's also strange, like, I, I just really feel for Aaron and continue to feel for Aaron, the guy who seemed to have it all, and now it's like, mm-hmm. I can't do this job too? Yeah, dip the living bird in the dead bird's blood. It's like, wow, yeah. what Wait, has happened just, to like, my life? I'm just like holding a living bird? Have you ever held it's a, like... Squawking. like... <laughs> And then I have to kill one with the other hand. And then like dip it like, like a little nugget. <laughs> yeah. It's like a chicken nugget. <laughs> the the first chicken the nugget. Sauce. <laughs> it is. This is the invention of the chicken nugget. Chicken nugget. Mm, dipping it. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times and shall pronounce him clean and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. And he that is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and wash himself in water that he may be clean. And after that, he shall come into the camp and shall tarry abroad out of his tent seven days. Nice. Congratulations on the tarry. There hasn't been a tarry in a long time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, hello, tarry. Now they throw in shaving all of the hair. Like it's very nonchalant. Yeah. And you're like, that seems like that would be very difficult i mean is that do we think that's some like early medical thing that they think it's in the hair or something i think we learned last week they think it's in the hair okay there was like stuff about bald guys like watch out for the baldies (laughs) like they're even if they're forehead bald like check them out they might be lepers (laughs) yeah they could be um but what's with the like speaking of medical stuff like what did that bird accomplish you dip the chicken nugget i mean that feels like really weird sort of witchcraft that seems like witch stuff yeah that sprinkle the blood of the bird on the leper seven times i wonder how people who you know take a lot of this stuff literally how they feel about some of these things if they ever 
wish that some of it had just gotten cut out at a certain point. Right. Like, you're really going to defend that part? Right. Like, ah, it would just be better if it's like, it makes sense for at the time. That's what they were doing. That's what they're like. The superstition to believe this stuff is maybe helping. But now it looks really funky. Yeah. Like, does anyone do this today? That's a good question. Do lepers exist today? That'd be a great question for Are there um, lepers rabbi in the world right now. I don't even know what leprosy is. I know it's like uh, people's skin falls off. I don't know. Like in the Simpsons, they would be like, yeah, like your like body parts would fall off. Yeah, I think it was in a um, what's it called? Treehouse of Horror episode. But I can't imagine that's possibly what it is. I don't know what it is. And I can't believe it's so rampant. Is there, because it's not like we have a, um, a vaccination or something from it. It just like isn't around anymore. I don't know. And I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> yeah, it just seems hard to look up. It's impossible to look up. Email BibleBrothersPodcast at gmail.com. Give us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, give us five stars. If you're a leper, please email us and <laughs> let us know what's happening. Let us know. Are you bald? Is your forehead bald? Have you been sprinkled by a dead bird? Have you tried it? Do you know someone that works at a major corporation that could help us with sponsorship, especially Sobe? A lot of questions. Yeah. Okay, so Terry outside your tent. Okay, come back home. You're, you're clean, but don't go back into your tent for seven days. But it shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair off his head and his beard and his eyebrows. Even all his hair he shall shave off, and he shall wash his clothes also he shall wash his flesh in water, and he shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take two he lambs without blemish, and one ewe lamb of the first year without blemish, and three tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil and one log of oil. Seems like a lot for a guy who just like had to deal with all this leprosy stuff. It's also like he's clean. Like, let him be. No, 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 don't now. And all this, like, two animal stuff. He started clean. They said, if the priest comes out into the wilderness and sees the lepers clean, here's all this stuff you're supposed to do. But he's clean already. I gotta get, I gotta grab a couple birds. I have to catch these birds now. And I have nothing, because I didn't bring anything with me. No, I just traipsed out. Now I have to catch <laughs> these birds and kill one. <laughs> and you have to, like, hang out. And then tomorrow we're going to shave you. <laughs> they already shaved him on the I seventh know, and day. It's like, again, do it again. It's starting to grow back and it doesn't look that good. <laughs> <laughs> and the priest that maketh him clean shall present the man that is to be made clean and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall take one he lamb and offer him for a trespass offering and the log of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall slay the lamb in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the holy place. For as the sin offering is the priest, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. The great toe. And upon uh, the great toe. The great of the toe. Right foot. <laughs> I love that. Look upon the great toe. The great toe. The greatest <laughs> of all toes. Not that big toe is any like what do we better, call it? but big it's, toe, it's right? But it's not big doesn't have the same um, no, it's not great. regalness to it. It's not yeah, there's no is greatness. The, is there a better word for the big toe? Like how can we don't have a word like the thumb? That's true. Why doesn't it have its own thing? Yeah, why is we don't call the thumb the big finger? It is much bigger than the other toes, though. It's great. <laughs> it's the great toe. It's the great Look at toe. That. It's so like bulbous. Yeah, it's a thick, thick, round long toe. Long toe. Because the other ones are just like 
weird little fingers, little but that one is like puffed up. Yeah, it's Lots of questions stuff. about stuff this week I, that I don't know anything about. Why is it so big? Why doesn't it have What's a thumb What's its purpose? Name? What's its purpose? Why what does it want it... from us? <laughs> what does it want? Why is it so silent? And why won't yes. it tell us what it wants? <laughs> it's been around so long, but... <laughs> if you know what the great toe wants, email BibleBrothers at uh, podcast at gmail.com. And the priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand. And the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in the left hand and shall sprinkle of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. This stuff is nuts. This this looks this would look crazy for anyone to start. It, it reminds me of like uh, seeing like a Hasidic Jewish man or like going to a temple, you know, where they're doing some things that you don't understand, like you know like doing kind of weird <laughs> hand motions i could see it but it seems crazy yeah it just seems kind of made up and impromptu yeah and the, t- the, the idea that there was different versions of this before they nailed this down is yeah like this is it this is let's the best it, let's like let's get it written down because this is we we figured out the formula <laughs> we've got it we've got it we got to write it down for we know posterity. How to cure lepers now kill the bird get the other bird dip it in the bird <laughs> Sprinkle Seven on, shave times. twice. <laughs> Putting little dips of Put oil on blood, different parts of the ear. Blood, dip some oil. Shave them again. And we're not done by a long shot. This is an extremely long chapter. Because we, oh geez, okay. We've tried shaving them three times, but we figured it out. You didn't need to do that third one. <laughs> yeah, let's see if they're going to shave this guy again. Because I think that will really help him at this point. <laughs> yes, another shave. And of the rest of the oil that is in his hand, shall the priest put upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the trespass offering, and the remnant of the oil that is in the priest's hand, he shall pour upon the head of him that is to be cleansed, and the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. And the priest shall offer the sin offering, and make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanness, and afterward he shall kill the burnt offering. Cleansed from his uncleanness. I know, that's so stupid. Yeah, guys, we got it. We you got gotta to cleanse this guy's uncleanness. <laughs> it's crazy because I thought he was already clean, but whatever. I don't want to. I know. He's, they keep saying this is a clean guy. He's a totally clean guy. I feel but... like this guy's going through this like uh, car wash and he's like, yeah. guys, I'm clean. <laughs> yeah. I do like imagining that there's stations and the guy is going through each one. Yeah. And he's like, what is happening? Little this bit is crazy. Oil. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> okay. You go. Now get shaved again and cleaned. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering upon the altar, and the priest shall make an atonement for him, and he shall be clean. Okay, so he's clean again. Congratulations. So theoretically, this should be the end. (laughs) Yes, he is clean. It's over. Thank you. And if he be poor and cannot get so much, then he shall take one lamb for a trespass offering to be waived, to make an atonement for him, and one-tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering, and a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, such as he is able to get, and the one shall be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering. That's nice that they have a uh, like an option for people who are a bit low on, on cash. You haven't seen that <laughs> yet in the Bible. Like that there's like, here's the way God makes you do it. But if you don't have the cash. Now, is this the cash that they have? Is this from the Egyptians where they, they, they stole it? Because if, if it's not... Who's making money? I don't think anyone's making money. I think if I had to guess, they're saying if you are 
poor and can't afford all these offerings. You're a leper and you, you're you low on cash. Here's other way. It's, it's Here's to an buy, easier way. The person who's making the money is the person who owns the animals that are being bought. Oh, oh, I didn't even realize that. Because they're saying, here's all these things you got to do to be clean. But, you know, you, some people don't have all these animals. I see, I see. Okay, so it's not, okay. Some people don't have all these. So if you don't have those, get a couple wild pigeons get a, or whatever. Get some two birds. Again, two pigeons seems to be the cure-all for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm happy with two pigeons. It's <laughs> like, look, I don't even know why I keep asking for all these things. The fact is, two pigeons is fine. It's, it is, it's like... God is trying to be fancier than he really is. You know, like, yeah, he, must like, have he a, has like a lamb just and a ram. Such non fancy taste. He just like cut the crap. You just want two pigeons. It is my favorite thing is smelling two pigeons. That's all I really want to do. But, you know, I'm trying to keep up appearances and make other people happy. You know, you, you have to do a little dance as God. But... Yeah. And he probably eats them all the time. So yeah. he's like, yeah, okay, look, if we can't find anything better, I'm super, I'm fine with two <laughs> pigeons. It's okay. I like, I had it last night. I'll have it. It's fine. I like it's it. It's one of those like Jack in the box. I feel like has two tacos for 99 cents or something. And they're these like, yeah, tiny, tacos. thin, greasy tacos. But they're so little that they like couldn't even bother giving you just one. Like it has yeah. to be, t- it's always a two pack. Yeah, it's like two pigeons. That's like, that's satisfying. One pigeon's just like so No, random. I mean, that doesn't even count as something. Yeah. Like, it, it almost shouldn't even be called a pigeon because like you need two. No, it's like they're a set. Yes, they're a set. And you guys know that. So he saying that's fine as well. And he shall bring them on the eighth day for his cleansing unto the priest, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall pour of the oil into the palm of his own left hand. And the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the priest shall put of the oil that is in his hand upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot and upon the place of the blood of the trespass offering. And the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put upon the head of him that is to be cleansed to make an atonement for him before the Lord. And he shall offer the one of the turtle doves or of the young pigeons, such as he can get, even such as he is able to get, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering with the meat offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed before the Lord. Wow. It's just like the same thing over and over. Terrible passage. What's crazy to me is that in reality, let's imagine that they're trying to like figure out how to cure leprosy and they happen upon this formula where you're like putting Mm -hmm. little bits of oil it almost would make more sense if at some point they were like, look, and we don't know why this works, you know, like they just be honest. Right. But we've have seen that we've had some good results with this. So this is what we're going with. And this is what God wants. But God telling it to them without an explanation of why is seems crazy. Yeah. They're not even attempting to. They're not even like, here's yeah. they're not even making up a magical reason like the which, blood yeah, which does would be something enough. with your blood or whatever. But they're just like, just do it. Just do it. Okay, great. Least interesting way to tell us. I'm not curious about this at all. And also, like, just the power of stories, you know, like, this is why there were all these myths and different, like, polytheistic gods is because it, it makes it more interesting <laughs> for things that you this don't know. This would be know. a great place for a story. Yes. I'd love this to, would... like, uh, 
the for the time when they discovered like the leper got healed for by a magic bird and oh that's my why God. we do it like this would love it they are the birds always flying in pairs yeah and a little bit of oil dropped onto his great toe and he started to feel better or something <laughs> something something about oil getting on that great toe yeah this is the law of him in whom is the plague of leprosy whose hand is not able to get that which pertaineth to his cleansing. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, So now Aaron, he's like, hey Aaron, you're part of this, you're part of this conversation. Get oh, in yeah. there. Aaron. Yo. Hey. As okay, Aaron's I'm like back to you head now. is in his hands because he has so much responsibility and his kids died. Yeah, his kids are dead and he's dipping one live bird into a dead bird's <laughs> blood. And he's like, sorry, what? Aaron. You Come on, we're talking. Yeah, sorry, God. What? Yep, okay. I'm listening. Can I please go back to the barbecue? <laughs> yeah. I had it so easy. When ye be come into the land of Canaan, which I give to you for possession, and I put the plague of leprosy in a house of the land of your possession, and he that owneth the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, It seemeth to me there is, as it were, a plague in the house. Wait, wait, can I just help you? Because this, the, mine seems very different. Okay. But it says, you arrive in Canaan, the land I'm giving you as an inheritance, which is a funny yep. thing for him to say. I may contaminate some of your houses with an infectious mildew. Yeah, that's, well, I, he didn't say mildew, but yeah, he said, I'm going to, I might, I'm going to put some leprosy in your house. Okay. Okay. And he's saying, and some person from that house is probably going to come to you and says, it seems like there's a plague in my house. What then yeah. here's what you do in that situation. Here we go. Then the priest shall command that they empty the house before the priests go into it to see the plague, that all that is in the house be not made unclean, and afterward the priest shall go in to see the house. So what are we gonna look this is kind of so you a plague is not something that's on a person, it's like a, a bad thing. Well that's why I was like an infectious mildew. I was thinking of, you know, when there's it's a like leak. A mold. Mold. I'm gonna give You're you talking mo- about mold. It's so weird that they have house mold or So now say your house has mold. You're gonna yeah, I'm gonna give you this land, the promised land. I love you guys, you're the chosen people. There's gonna be mold all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> tons of this like, stuff like right when you get there if i were them i'd be like what are we getting into like <laughs> we were promised this like amazing land that's like perfect <laughs> and he's like there's gonna be mold guys guys like god's starting <laughs> to get nervous you know about like oh god i told like, them what they're i gonna... promise them i'm gonna have to start kind of walking it back a little. yeah just now, so you guys know, you like, know, and the houses the are nice it's cool like you'll have a good time but someone might come up to you and be like hey <laughs> There's a plague in my house. <laughs> like something stinks. There's like stuff coming down the wall. What is going on? I thought you said this God guy's giving us like good houses. I mean, these are new houses, I assume. He's taking them to an all new land. And these totally. houses are like totally bad. New subdivision. And he like flipped the houses, you know, made them. But he's like, look, I didn't spend that much on some of the stuff I didn't think was important. And now I'm I'm just learning. I'm not going to lie to you. Some of these houses will have mold. I'm they have mold right bad. now. Like, it's, it's not a question of do they, it's just like, here's what you do when they in- inevitably complain to you. And the guy that I got to like put the drywall in that messed up, it's his fault. I can't get, he's not returning my calls now. So, so the mold is here and we don't have anyone that could help us with it. I mean, this again is just continues in Aaron just getting 
just the short end of the stick. <laughs> so Aaron, I really need you to Aaron, pay attention. You, you're gonna, they're gonna be mad at you. Yeah, yeah, because they <laughs> they come to you. You're the guy who's you're, you're kind the of the mold priest, guy. And you know, it's a whole new. All these new houses are gonna be full of mold. Yeah. So all the houses have it. You're the guy. They're probably gonna want to beat you up. But otherwise, it's gonna be great. I'm giving this whole land to you as an inheritance. Okay, so you should go into the house, Aaron. Is what he's saying. <laughs> you you deal with it. And he shall look on the plague, and behold, if the plague be in the walls of the house with hollow strakes, greenish or reddish, which in sight are lower than the wall, then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days. You're going to start fumigating. Yeah. This is such like boring um, contractor kind of stuff. Yeah. And the priest shall come again the seventh day and shall look. And behold, if the plague be spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take away the stones in which the plague is, and they shall cast them into an unclean place without the city. And he shall cause the house to be scraped within within round about, and they shall pour out the dust that they scrape off without the city into an unclean place. And they shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other mortar and shall place place plaster the house which i assume is plaster plaster this is so weird it sounds so some of the stuff is too modern sounding yeah plaster that plaster, plaster the, the walls guys <laughs> Lo- load in some drywall get some cinder blocks yeah what's who wrote this uh, yeah this part is really is feeling like a home depot kind of ad for what to do with mold <laughs> like paints or uh exterminators or something is this related to the lepers i mean i guess like in god's mind or in, you know the, it, it's that there's like they're both plague related, but it is like right. really weird to jump from diseases plague, of people to diseases of houses. To but house disease. God categorizes things weird because he remember like bats right, birds and, or bats. Right. So okay. He it makes sense so in he's his just mind. like anything that's gross. Yeah, all the gross stuff you're gonna deal with Aaron. Yes. Yeah, Aaron's gonna be so busy. Aaron has I'll say it, too many responsibilities. And Moses learned the lesson about bureaucracy and kind of delegating some work from um his father in law. So You'd think he would pass it on, but he's he's kind of holding it on t- for himself. He seems to have no responsibilities at this point. He's done a great job. Delegating. I guess besides listen to God, which is a which is a job. It is a job. That's true. He's like, I'm busy, man. Everyone else is doing the other stuff. Yeah, I just listen to the big guy. And if the plague come again and break out in the house, after that he hath taken away the stones, and after he hath scraped the house, and after it is plastered, then the priest shall come and look, and behold. If the plague be spread in the house, it is a fretting leprosy in the house. It is unclean. Uh-oh. Now the house is unclean. Oh, boy. It, I, I'm surprised that I thought they were going to say that right away when there was just like red scrapes that were deeper than the walls. Like, nah. Oh, not the yet. Not yet. Bleeding, like, the house has very red and green stripes of Maybe mold. the mold went away. Just give it seven days. See if it just goes away. Why yeah, would it, some, it wouldn't go away. Like some weird open gash. It's like a scene from stranger things or something yeah like the spooky like, house let's give it seven days see i think if it's it should a, be fine don't step into jump. that other dimension like that feels like fleshy yeah, don't touch it don't touch Close it, the door hopefully it goes away give it a week and okay but if like after seven days it's still there okay now it's uh. unclean now your house is a leopard <laughs> and he shall break down the house the stones of it and the timber thereof and all the mortar of the house and he shall carry them forth out of the city into an unclean place Moreover, he that goeth into the house all the while that it is shut up shall be unclean until the even. And he that lieth in the house shall wash his clothes, and he that eateth in the house shall wash his clothes. 
And if the priest shall come in and look upon it, and behold, the plague hath not spread in the house, after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. And he wow. shall take to cleanse the house two birds and cedarwood and scarlet and hyssop. Really? The same stuff as for people? <laughs> it's the same. Who cares? The house gets sick. People get sick. People get it. This is, grab it two works. birds. Kill one of the birds. <laughs> dip it in the other bird. And he shall kill the one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. And he shall take the cedarwood and the hyssop and the scarlet and the living bird and dip them in the blood of the slain bird and in the running water and sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the running water and with the living bird and with the cedarwood and with the hyssop and with the scarlet. But he shall let the let go the living bird out of the city into the open fields and make an atonement for the house and it shall be clean. This is the law for all manner of plague of leprosy and skull and for the leprosy of a garment and of a house and for a rising and for a scab and for a bright spot to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean this is the law of leprosy. Wow. What do you think? Well, they certainly gave us all the information we needed. I'm I'm still like, it just seems very strange, like imagining this subdivision that they're living in with uh, yeah, the houses. Yeah, that's all messed it's up. Just that's probably the most entertaining part of this chapter. It's just like the kind of implication that their place they're going is going to suck. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. I guess now we know how to fix lepers in skin and lepers in the house. So let's just take a little stretch. Uh and think about those lepers. Let's hope and... that this doesn't have to do with lepers. <laughs> I know. I think the the way they ended it, it was like we finished that part. Yeah, like that gave me a little hope. Like, and that was that. I know how the chapter is going to start. I predict. Mm, yeah, I've got an idea because everyone's getting up to leave. Well, that's the end of that. Well, that was the law, huh? Great. I'm exhausted. What time yeah. is it? Jeez, like <laughs> <laughs> it's been. Dang, we've been talking for so long. The last church bell isn't even ringing. It's uh, whatever time. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, at least after midnight, possibly after eight p.m. Yeah. Depending <laughs> yeah, on how we this... know, it's one of those times. We know it's one of them. Okay, Leviticus chapter fifteen. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When any man hath a running issue out of his flesh, because of his issue he is unclean. All right, this is worth it. <laughs> what is his issue? Any man who has genital discharge is ceremonially no. unclean because of it. Come on. That's wow. what a running issue is, is genital discharge. His running issue of his issue? Is that how it was? No, of his flesh. Of his flesh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So your flesh is your weenie and your running issue is your discharge. Running issue. Yikes. He's like, here are the things that are most important to me in order. Lepers. Genital discharge. Dis <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I'm starting to understand like why everyone's getting circumcised. If there's this much like discharge that they're like, your penises are sick. Like, yeah, just get it. We need to clean this thing up as best as we possibly can. If this is the number one concern about is discharge. I don't Something's like getting into gross stuff, but it is making me think that this was a all the circumcision stuff. And now this chapter about genital discharge is making me think that people's genitals were really messed up yeah. back in the day. Like Early. so much so that they were like, we need a fully new religion <laughs> to cover that's this. Like, yes, it's about other stuff. Like, but it's a lot of it is about like, clean up your weenies. Because <laughs> yeah, these things are filthy and they're killing us. You're, you're dying because your weenies are so nasty. And here, and we're going to spend a lot of the, the, your main text of your religion, just talking about this. And I know it's weird, but you need it. 
Yeah, this is, it's basically, yes, this entire religion is just to get men to clean up their weenies. Yeah. Keep these guys clean. They should just change the religion's name. No one's going to listen to us unless we come up with an entire religion. Yeah, it's like a way to like get them to hear this message. It's like, well, let's just put it in a, they're not listening. Like we've tried just telling people to clean up their weenies. But there needs to be some level of like authority, some To create this whole backstory of like, there's this god- He's destroyed the universe many times, wow. so he could easily do it again. And his main issue is he wants you to clean your weenie. <laughs> well, he says it, and like, and we're like, well, we can't just talk about the weenies because they'll still be on to right, us. Right. So we have okay. to create all these other stories, the creation, and how all these he heroes, saved us, like who all these human people, mm-hmm. these dis- yeah people we've descended from that is how we'll get their attention and then we start to sprinkle in weenie talk oh, yeah and then we'll go we'll talk about other stuff but then we'll get back into the weenie talk and now wayne we're really deep into the book we're really going to hit him with a ton of Here we now go. we're going to get we got explicit. this is the crux of the bible this is where it's at okay so so speak unto these people with the running issue out of their flesh they're unclean and this shall be his uncleanness in his issue whether his flesh run with his issue or his flesh be stopped from his issue, it is his uncleanness. Whether the discharge is continuing or is all stopped up, doesn't matter. Oh. This is <laughs> this is going to work, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, every bed whereon he lieth that hath the issue is unclean, and everything whereon he sitteth shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And he that sitteth on anything whereon he sat that hath the issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. This seems logical, I guess. This is pretty good stuff, like medical-wise. Yeah, don't, like, don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch it. But if you have to help him and you are, you better wash that stuff. Take a bath. Take a bath at least until the night. And he that toucheth the flesh of him that hath the issue shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the even. And if he that hath the issue spit upon him that is clean... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Say you got a friend who's got a leaky discharge, and he spits on you. Because, you know, you're helping him clean it up. So he's pissed. And, you know, he's he's saying all these curse words. And then, yeah, of course, he's going to spit on you. What a nasty fellow they're describing. Like, not just is he nasty physically, but he's just bad attitudes, bad all around. Just repulsive. He's going to spit on you. I got to know who this nasty, diseased, like, pervert guy who's like, you think I've got a problem? Put on you. I'm your worst nightmare. (laughs) Why? I'm helping you. I'm trying to help you, dirty weenie. Shut up. (laughs) Now you got it. Now you got it. What are you going to do about it? You got to wash all your clothes. (laughs) You're going to be unclean. This is fun for me. (laughs) What happened to this guy? (laughs) Oh, man. What if he spits on you? This is like the FAQ of like the olden time of long ago. And like, this is a major question. What if a guy with a leaky discharge spits on me? It's the number one FAQ. I'm glad you asked. This is, this is basically the fifth thing we're covering in this chapter. It's that important. It happens that much. Oh boy. These guys are not happy. Am I sick forever? (laughs) Because I I don't want to help him otherwise. (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, I'm good. Not gonna get near. I'm glad you asked. All you gotta do, wash your clothes. <laughs> if he does that, then he shall wash. Then he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And what saddle soever he writeth upon that hath the issue shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth anything that was under him shall be unclean until the even. And he that beareth any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And whomever he toucheth that hath the issue, and hath not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the even. What does that mean? Does that mean once it hits nighttime, he's clean again? I think so. Wow. It seems like a mistake. <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I just don't think the, the nighttime has anything to do with it. The bathe yourself in water is a good tip. That one's good stuff, but it's the part where it's like you're you're still unclean until nighttime, and then the next day resets. Or it's like a video game. Yeah, then you're okay. Every day, every day resets. Resets. You're wearing the same clothes. It's fine. Maybe they thought days were just like literally like resets. You Maybe. Know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, they really They're do like, treat them with such we reverence. Don't know. Yeah, the evening. At the evening, the darkest, scariest, longest part of the day so long it goes on forever it really must feel that way when you can't do anything at night it would oh, yeah. feel like forever. so long no books just have to sit here and be scared but at least we're clean now yeah you're like ah, oh, good it reset like back in <laughs> <laughs> and the vessel of earth that he toucheth with chaff the issue shall be broken and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water and when he that hath an issue is cleansed of his issue, then he shall number to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes, and bathe his flesh in running water, and, he, and shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take to him two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, and come before the Lord unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and give them unto the priest. And the priest shall offer them the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord for his issue. And if any man's seed of copulation go out from him, then he shall wash all his flesh in water and be unclean until the even. Oh, interesting. So it's a new thing. So he has an emission emish- a, a, a of semen. A semen admission, then but you got to n- wash it, and you're going to be unclean for a day. But in mine, it just says that he has an emission. I assume that it's like related to sex, but yours, it, it sounded more like if he has an mission and it's like no mine's a sex one it oh, says okay if it's a man's seed of copulation oh copulation got it got it got it you're then you're unclean oh wow and every garment and every skin whereon is the seed of copulation shall be washed with water and be unclean until the even the woman also with whom man shall lie with seed of copulation they shall both bathe themselves in water and be unclean until the even and if a woman have an issue and her issue in her flesh be blood she shall be put apart seven days, and whosoever toucheth her shall be unclean until the even. So that's a uh, period now. Yeah, he forgot. Like, he already did this. He's kind of jumping all over the map. Yeah, he probably got nervous because he started talking about sex. Did we talk about periods? Did we? Yeah. I don't know. Uh Oh, oh no, we talked about birth. No, yeah, because remember, he's like, when you give birth, you're defiled. Kind of like when mm-hmm. you have your period. Oh, yeah. But now he's getting into it, I guess, a little more specifically. Yeah. So if you if a woman has issue, any issue is like just anything that comes out of your junk. Yes. Basically. But if a woman has blood coming out, seven days and you can't touch her. And everything that she lieth on upon lieth upon in her separation shall be unclean. Everything also that she sitteth upon shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And whosoever toucheth anything that she sat upon shall wash his clothes. 
and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And if it be on her bed or in, on anything where, whereon she sitteth, when he toucheth it, he shall be unclean until the even. And if any man lie with her at all, and her flowers be upon him, he shall be unclean seven days, and all the bed whereon he lieth shall be unclean. What? What's that? That's like she if she's still on her period. And that's her flowers? I, that's like if she discharges blood unrelated to her menstruation. Or yeah, I think it's just her, her menstrual impurity will be transmitted to him. Or aka her flowers be upon him. Yeah, th- like he'll get sick too. And if a woman have an issue of her blood many days out of the time of her separation, or if it run beyond the time of her separation, all the days of the issue of her uncleanness shall be as the days of her separation. She shall be unclean. Every bed whereupon, whereon she lieth all the days of her issue shall be unto her as the bed of her separation. And whatsoever she sitteth upon shall be unclean as the uncleanness of her separation. And whosoever toucheth those things shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the even. But if she be cleansed of her issue, then she shall number to herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. And on the eighth day she shall take unto her two turtles, or here we go, two young pigeons. We're doing this again. And bring them unto the priest to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the priest shall offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burn offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for her before the Lord for the issue of her uncleanness. Thus shall ye separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, that they die not in their uncleanness when they defile my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law of him that hath an issue, and of him whose seed goeth from him, and is defiled therewith, and of her that is sick of her flowers, and of him that hath an issue of the man, and of the woman, and of him that lieth with her that is unclean. The end. Sick of her flowers? Say you're, yeah, sick of her flowers. She's sick what of an, her own flowers. An interesting way of putting it. I can't believe that. So this is like, I'm trying to imagine if, do you think in that time, you know, when like the Bible was starting to get popular, were there sex positive people that were like, you know, the Bible like makes it into this, you know, ceremonial like ritual and and like doesn't talk about any of the actual sex stuff. Boo. I bet there were. I think so too. Some, yeah, it's like women who are like, yeah, Excuse me. what's the big issue? Like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I don't like the way you're talking about my body and how like I have no ownership over this. Because it is weird that they skip over so many instructions, but there's no like actual sex talk. Yeah, I can't imagine you're going to have like, here's here's how to be intimate. Yeah, I, but you would almost think that that would be in this, right? But it's like, I guess that's not a religious thing. He, they certainly talk about everything else. They certainly talk about like all the ways you could be unclean. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Have... I'm kind of curious what the next thing is going to be. You know, it's like that was my lawn lepers. Here's my thing on genital discharge. I like and houses. Um, don't forget houses. And if mold. your house is sick, like a person. So so if it goes sick person mold, sick person sex. You think it'll be like what if your house has is, sex? Has sex. <laughs> what if your house gets an STD? What if you enter your house and you catch it having sex? <laughs> With another house, what do you do? With another house. Let me guess, two pigeons. Okay, first thing, you close the door and wait seven days. Just see if the house stops having sex. How do they get anything else done? It feels like everyone's just like washing things and sitting around for seven days and shaving their bodies. They're either taking the whole day before anything happens or some now it seems like a whole week. And there's nothing to like, hey, and like, hey, of course, during this time, we're going to like need more animals and food and stuff because we're killing a lot of them every week. 
for these sins. So I hope someone's taking care of, you know, the land and whatnot. Yeah, they're like, that you guys know, you don't need a book for that. Yeah, I'm surprised that that's not in the book. I mean, I guess because there was when they talked about like Betzalel and he would just like happen to be an artisan. Yeah, right. Like, whoa, whoa, what's that whole? Oh, he's got like art? a profession. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know he yeah. was doing that. There's professions. I'd like to like some, is there any history to like know what people were doing before this hit the ground? Like the only way I could buy that this is useful information is if everyone was at the time totally disease ridden and just living in very nasty houses yeah just disgusting houses covered in mold everyone was very sick and and they needed this stuff i mean i feel like that has to be partially true right because unless they've done like an ad you know where you create a problem for the consumer oh, yeah like are you worried that about your genital discharge like, <laughs> yeah. like i wasn't I, yeah it wasn't until now but i guess yeah, I should be washing that stuff? Yeah, everything is unclean. Yeah, oh well, yeah, you, you need seven days, and you need this book. Yeah, and you need to go to the congregation and give me two pigeons. Right, yeah. And there's yeah. not even a, like, what's the word? Like, at first they were saying, like, first, you know, like, if you can't find anything else, get me two pigeons. But then, like, later on, as the chapter went on, they're like, they just get, like, the format, what's it called? The formality of that? They were just like, just get two pigeons. They didn't say, yeah. like, if you can't afford anything else. It's they true. Like, they just started, like, now it's a requirement. Now, actually, just do the pigeons. Get I the pigeons. Them. Figure out how you're going to get them. Go into pigeon debt if you got to. Yeah. Borrow a couple pigeons. Like a crazy Herbalife scheme to, like, get as many pigeons as possible. So yeah, something's going on with these pigeons. And he just said all these different animals that you could eat, but he's not interested. No, eat a Hyrax. Yeah, it seems like there's a bunch of those guys. Well, this was this was bad. Yeah, it was an interesting mix. Yeah. It was bad because I thought there was interesting things that they talked about, but it was it it went back to some of that old school pure repetition. Re- repeating like now here's the exact same 10 verses in a row but right. about a different thing. If they didn't do that, this would It would fly by. This would have been really good, I think. Yeah. That's what I that's what I'm kind of hanging on to is that I actually liked the content and I was able to kind of zone out. Unfortunately, you had to read it. <laughs> yeah, but I tried to speed up and just burn through it as fast as possible. Yeah. You know, again, if you were to kind of truncate to the highlights, that, that there was some yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and it's in good. That. But overall, it was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, there were some interesting ideas. Interesting ideas. House can get sick. That's my takeaway. People, you know, guys, thank you. God Squad members. And if you're not in it, join it. Help us feed Cooper. Help us feed Cooper. <laughs> yes, he needs it. He needs, he's just editing all the time His, for yeah. not uh, editor's wages. No, yeah. He's being a good sport about it. Yeah. But it's technically... If Cooper were in this chapter, he would not be able to afford the two pigeons. Let's just say that. Let's just say he would be a two pigeon, I think, if I'm understanding correctly. He's a two pigeon. Oh, you're saying- Like if he had leprosy and was going to do the sacrifice stuff, he would have to borrow the two pigeons. He'd have to borrow two pigeons from a friend because he's not- Yeah, because he's not getting paid enough by the Bible. He's not going to pay for that and he does need to be healed. Yes. Heal this man, guys. Let's get him that pigeon money. And uh, keep giving us those ratings on iTunes. Tell people about us. Email me personally at BibleBrothersPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, spread the word. Spread the good word. We got to beat that handsome priest. Genuinely really makes me mad now because (laughs) I don't have that much else going on. So I'm like, I I think I'm going to be actually mad at this guy. Yeah, like if you saw him, you'd come, you'd just come so hot. And spit at him. uh, Oh, that was good. You know what? (laughs) You're back in. I had forgotten. Now I'm back in it. Just for that verse. Yeah. And what if a man with genital discharge spits at you? <laughs> Do I have the discharge? 
<laughs> That's an unfortunately good question for the time period that we're in. Yeah, you're going to have to take a bath. Guys, take keep taking baths. And um, have a nice week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>